Hello, and welcome back to The Spiritual Leader with Darren and Laura Baldwin. <laughs> Maybe we should just make this your podcast. Should you really that? are the, you're the, the, what are you behind this? The brains behind the operation. You're the, the, I'm the executive. I you're, sure. you're the executor. Yeah, you're the scheduler. I just make sure but you're that so much more podcasts. important than a scheduler. You are, if this was a heart, you would be half of, heart and I would be the other half. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're together. Halves. We're together in this okay, yin yeah. and yang. I think that's actually satanic, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Anyway. I do want to congratulate you on your upgrade, your new phone. I just want to <laughs> applaud you that you have come over to the, uh, to the iPhone family. I'm not sure how long this will last, but I, you know, I really like, um, I like, I like, I like the phone. I like the phone. (laughs) I like the phone. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I won't get any more complaining anymore about ruining people's group texts and they can't send stuff. So at least my life will be a lot more peaceful. Our children have bets. They've taken out bets on how long you'll actually keep that I think it's gonna take I I, I don't I'm tired of switching back and forth there we go consistency there's something although somebody (laughs) one uh, minister did say it was an apple that got us into all this trouble (laughs) so I don't know you take that for what it's worth there you go all right what do we got well you know a couple Mondays ago Monday school you ministered on one of your favorite subjects and it just was uh, marriage Oh, that would be a good one, but that's not one of your favorite subjects. <laughs> Maybe we need to minister on marriage. But uh, you ministered on grace, and that is one of your um, favorite messages to minister on. And when you first started out saying you were going to minister on grace, I'm like, oh, okay, another message on grace. But it just absolutely ministered to me. And I don't think that we hear enough on the message of grace. And I believe that there's uh, misinterpretation, there's misrepresentation, yeah. there can be abuse, yeah. Um, yeah. excess, and there's just a whole lot of, things can get muddied. Yeah. Uh, but you gave just an incredible message, and I love how you started out with uh, the three definitions of grace. And yeah. that's kind of really where I want to start All today, right. is just uh, sharing the three definitions, and then maybe we can take the first one and just share on that. And really open people's, open your heart and open your eyes to the message of grace. Because I believe the more we acknowledge the grace of God, the more we'll see that flowing and operating in our lives. And I'll tell you, we could all use more grace, just that that flow of grace. I mean, it's, well, when we get into the definitions, you'll see just how, uh, powerful and really applicable they are to everyday living. Yeah, and and reason I mean I I feel like I do minister on grace some you know from time to time, but it's the message that's probably had the greatest impact on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's whoever I forgot the guy's name and whenever it was done, but he wrote the song "Amazing Grace." Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think you could put it another way. Like if you're not overwhelmed with Mm. the sense of like that what God has done in Christ or what God's doing in your life if you're not overwhelmed with just a sense of like God's goodness on a daily basis 
you you just probably need to tap into the subject of grace because yeah. it is the lifeblood of Christianity to me. Uh, just this message. So anyway, um, Grace, I, Laura, when I was attending um, Bible school, mm-hmm. I got, I don't even know how I got the book. I want to say maybe my mom had the book. Yeah. Um, it was a book by Joyce Meyer yep. and it was entitled the, if not for the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And I could still see the cover of it. I, I have a couple yeah. copies so of it. So over 20 years Yeah. Ago. Oh yeah. yeah. Well over, yeah. I think it was 1999. Yeah. I got a hold of this book and in the book, Joyce Meyer, she basically, she breaks down three different aspects of grace. Yeah. And I, you know, I grew up in a church like what one, like we pastor now, mm-hmm. or I was here for many years as a, as a teenager. And I had always heard that the definition of grace was if you ask a Christian, what is, or especially like a charismatic or, you know, someone in our type church, non-denominational church, what is grace? They would answer you and say, it's God's unmerited favor. Yeah. And if you actually look in some of the scriptures in the New Testament where the word grace is, with the Amplified Classic translation, it actually says grace, when it uses the word grace, it says in the little italics there in the Amplified, God's unmerited favor. Yeah, unmerited, undeserved. Undeserved, you know, whatever. So I'd always heard in church that grace was God's unmerited favor, Mm -hmm. which it is. It is God's unmerited favor. That's good. (laughs) But But what I learned in this Joyce Meyer book, it literally revolutionized my life. Mm-hmm. So she gives the threefold definition of grace. Number one, we already said grace is God's unmerited favor. Yeah. We'll break these down as we go along, mm-hmm. right? The second definition she said was grace is God's divine mm. dealings with the human heart. That's so good. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about all these. So grace, number two, de- part of the definition, God's divine dealings with our human heart, not our physical heart Mm -hmm. that pumps blood, our spirit, man. Um, So God's unmerited favor, God's uh, divine dealings with our heart. And then the third definition that she had in the book was grace is God's ability. That's good Now, sometimes these, you know, all these things, I don't know, especially in, you know, from church to church, sometimes, you know, words get mixed and they have different meanings or connotations to them. So we could say God's ability. Well, somebody might say, well, that's the Holy Spirit or that's the anointing. It's sometimes these things, you know, they overlap. But the Holy Spirit is called in Scripture the Spirit of grace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So if you want to say the the anointing or the Holy Spirit or the the grace of God, God's ability, uh, it's probably, you know, they're all probably operate together. But so we have grace, threefold definition. God's unmerited favor. Um, God's divine dealings with our human heart, mm-hmm. and number three, God's ability. So it's not just unmerited favor, but it's also those other two, and they all work together. So we could just start with number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, God's unmerited favor. I love that, what you yeah. said that night. I wrote, I, I made this little note. You said, God's ability to perform is not based on my performance. Yeah. That's a, that's with that unmerited, undeserved <clears throat> favor. Yeah. It's not based on Me. my performance. It's not based on what I do or have not done. Yeah, and it's exactly like, I love that word. It's I, I love it. Unmerited. Yeah. Like a merit, like anything on, it's not on my merit or yeah. anything I did or didn't do. Well, then, because then you can look me, look yeah. at me. Hey, there's, there, there's that pride involved. <sighs> You know, you kind of get, you can get puffed up and, 
You know, I, I've got this. I, I'm walking in this. I've laid hold of this because of what I've done. And, and, and there is pride, whether we realize it or not. I like um, a relative of ours. They said, um, and, and I, I, I struggled with this because they would say this. And I was like, it didn't, I, looking back, I understand what they meant. They said, basically, me outside of Christ, I'm a piece of trash. Me outside of God's ability, and really, if you think about it, Scripture plainly lays that out. Like, basically says, you know, obviously we're sinful, we're in a fallen state, mm-hmm. we, uh, our righteousness, anything that we could do that was good or any kind of a performance, basically the Scripture says it's like filthy rags. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what that means to you, or when, when you hear that word filthy rags, it's basically our righteousness is it's complete garbage to yeah. God. Anything yeah. that we can do to perform in the sense of trying to earn God's mm. favor. Yeah. So what does he see those works as, those endeavors, those things? Good deeds. Maybe it's good deeds. Maybe it's whatever. But God looks at that and says, this is, it's just refuse. It's trash. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it does, it's not, has no value, right? So anything that we try to do in earning God's favor or God's goodness. Laura, think about this unmerited favor. When you think how many of us lived our, our, our lives or our Christian lives, especially trying to earn God's favor or yeah. blessing. Well, I was going to say too, I think it kind of messes people up so much in the healing arena oh, as gosh. well, Yeah, because they're, they're trying to, well, if I just pray enough, if I you know, kind of walk that straight and narrow enough, if I'm in church enough, if I'm watching my mouth or all that kind of stuff, then if I'm doing all these things, then God's going to hear my prayer and he's going to heal me. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what it is. That's, yeah. You're saying, you're basically have stepped over into saying, if I do this, then God will do this. Now, there are things in scripture that you preached on this before, they're called conditional promises. Yes. But that is not yes. to say I have to do something to earn God's favor. Yes. That's yes. saying like, for example, if I sow, mm-hmm. I, the scripture says I can't expect to reap if I have not sown a seed. That's a spiritual law. That's a spiritual law. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's not saying if I sow a seed, then God will pay attention to me and yeah. do something. Yeah, no, that's, that's not. That's not what that is. But there are conditional promises, yeah. and that's not what we're talking about. But it, when it comes to earning stuff from God, mm-hmm. it, here, here's, I just did this in one of my Bible classes here at the school. Righteousness was given to us in Christ. Mm-hmm. The whole message of the gospel, this is so powerful, Laura. The whole message of the gospel is based on what God did for us mm. in and through Christ. What does that mean? I always say it this way. If my Christianity is, if in my relationship with God, in my walk with God, in my service to God, if it's more focused on me, mm-hmm. then I am not operating under grace. Yeah. Now hear me out before you get into all your preconceived, whatever, ideas. If my Christianity is Darren focused, mm-hmm. then I have not yet entered into the truth of the gospel message. Mm. If our experience with God is centered and built around Christ and what he did, yeah. 
that is when we're truly giving this grace thing an actual place of where it belongs. Yeah. It's meaning this. Everything in God, as a New Testament Christian, everything in God is based off of what Jesus has done. Yeah. Laura, this what we're we're this thing runs so deep. Because what the devil's tried to do is distort the gospel message. Mm. There's some principles and scriptures in the New Testament that talk about the concept of mixture. And basically what it's describing is you can't mix grace, what we're talking about right now, unmerited favor. You can't mix that with law. Yeah. The two, (laughs) I I don't remember where I was. I talked about mixing oil and gas, Mm -hmm. uh, oil and water rather. Uh, you see some of your salad dressings in the refrigerator. You go to pull them out. If you haven't used it yeah, in a while, they're separated. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because there's the oil part of that mm-hmm. is separated from the other part. L- law and grace, they don't, mix. they don't go together. <laughs> so think about this in our Christian experience. If we, as Christians, we're, you got to think about this, guys. If you're trying to keep some portion of law, Maybe you feel condemned if you don't read your Bible. Maybe mm-hmm. you feel bad if you missed a night of prayer yeah. or you missed a couple of church services or you missed your tithe, you know, bringing your tithe into the house of God or the Lord told you to do something and you didn't do it. And now you feel mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. So then if you step back then and say, now God is treating me and feeling towards yeah. me this certain way, which is negative because yeah. of what I've done here, mm-hmm. Then, then you've entered into a legalistic mm. mindset. And folks, yeah. gee, I mean, look. And then it's like you can't receive. It's no. Like it, the, it, the flow it's, it's is. It's off. Is, you just turned yeah. it off. That's why I said like even about healing, because then if you have that mindset, why well, didn't do this, this, and this, now God can't heal me. He can't, you know. Yeah, because, and what is it I based on? Yeah. What are you thinking about in that? What about I'm yourself. Do, yeah, it's You're all about, about me. Yeah. Yeah. And bring it back now to the definition. Mm. It's unmerited. Yeah. Un, undeserved. I gave the illustration during that message you were talking about. You know, I, I you'd be, I, I know you're going to be t- t- surprised by this. In kindergarten, <laughs> in whatever year that was, 1982, <sighs> I was the student of the year. I still remember my teacher. Uh, <laughs> her name was Ada Diaz. Uh, and she, I won the student of the year. I knocked those three other suckers out. They didn't have a chance against me. Actually, I think I had favor with the teacher. Oh, there you go. You know, but from then on, I said jokingly, you know, <laughs> that all it was all downhill, downhill from kindergarten, you know. <laughs> so I didn't have a lot of gold stars on my chart. You know, I had probably a lot of like whatever the 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 sign for misbehavior was. That's That's what I had. So it'd be like this, what we still have that mentality with God. Yeah. We think if we do this, then we're going to get a gold star. Gosh, yeah. But here's the deal. You got, you know, Susie in the class yeah. that has been doing everything perfectly. The teacher's pet. She has, no, you look at her chart, it's gold. The whole thing is covered with gold stars. And here's the deal. My, my chart may be covered with demerits, but my what God does towards us is not based on my chart literally he looks at my chart and he sees Jesus's chart Mm. that's what the gospel is Jesus did it so here's the bottom line everything that God does for us now is based on what Jesus has already done 
for us or in us in his substitutionary work. Yeah. Meaning this, Laura, we have unlimited, unreserved access to God's favor. What is God's favor? God's goodness, his kindness, his mercy, his blessing. What is that? It's, we have, Jesus said it, Luke 4, 18. The spirit of the Lord's upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, set at liberty to those that are bruised, sent, uh, preach deliverance to the captors, recover sight to the blind, um, to preach that this yeah. is the day of God's favor. favor. When? When he raised his, when his work was finished here, he said this is opening up a new season, a new age where God's, where God's dealings with man would not be based on the man's performance. That's good. Are you, are you here? What is that? It's undeserved so favor. Good. It's favor that's actually based off of what Jesus has already done. Amen. Isn't that crazy? And we just have to receive it. And, and that's, that's <laughs> grace. That's only one third. One definition, yeah. That's one third of what yeah. grace actually is. So good. So how do, you, how do you do this? Mm. How do you apply just this step one? Uh, like you, like Laura just said, you have to receive it. Yeah, you really, gotta. You said you said you gotta see this to walk in it. Yeah. So really, it's like ask the Lord because yeah. if you're kind of struggling to see it, like God, open my eyes so that I can see this. Because yeah. when you see it, you can walk in it, and then you had us say as a congregation, unlimited favor is flowing in my Glory life to right God. now. You should say that right unlimited now. Unlimited favor is flowing in my life right now. Come on, don't you want yes. God just to be good to you? So good. Not based on anything that you've said or done, favor. anything to do with your performance or your mm. past or your expectations or your No, just that's what God. it is. Just let God, God be God in your life. Yeah. It's unmerited. Yeah. It's when are you going to just stop and say this is God's grace. That's yeah. why the guy said, amazing grace, how mm. sweet the sound. What? It's not based on my performance. It's yeah. based on what Jesus has already done. Amen. It's unmerited favor. Mm. Come on, if you're there, just say, it's mine, I'm walking in it. It's mine, I'm well, walking in hey, it. Hey, Laura, I want to tell you, you did a good job opening this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I know you guys, if you're here, you, you got something out of that. Yeah. We're going to continue on in this. We're going to talk about grace, threefold grace, really. So we'll get into uh, review a little good. bit, and then we'll do the other two. So, yeah. hey, we love you. Uh, we're praying for you, believing God for awesome things to happen in your life as you keep him first, right? Uh, and we say the best is yet to come. We'll see you soon. God bless.